0: Welcome to the Hope United podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. This is the last day of our fast. We're actually breaking our fast after service. And uh, how many people have joined us on the journey of prayer and fasting? Amen. Can we give God the praise for that? Wow. Wow. I was just telling Pastor Corinne, I said, man, this is the most people that have ever been involved in a a week of prayer and fasting with us. And it's just been so tremendously uh, encouraging and elevating to the body. Um, We've been praying every morning, every night, and um, uh, I'm just excited if this was the beginning of what God is doing. But um, I just want to recognize somebody. It's their belated birthday, Pastor Pete. Can we just give a big hand to a powerful man of God in the house? We love you. We honor you. And Pastor Pete is uh, just a, a humble man of God that has uh, many times held my hands up. And I was just telling him, uh, texting him this morning or last night, just just thank you for being such a, a strong warrior in prayer. And... Uh, just infusion of, of, uh, of, of, of zeal and fire. So, I love it. Um, let's bow our heads and let's pray before we get started. God, I thank you, Father, for the journey of faith that you have us each on. God, I thank you, Lord. Um, some of us today are on the mountain. Some of us are in the valley. But, God, you know exactly where we are. You know what we need. And so, I thank you, God, that you would speak to us in a profound way. Let us walk away with strategies God, that will help us live a successful life, God, this life that you've given us. In Jesus' name, everybody said? Amen. Amen. And I also want to say welcome to all of our visitors. Um, If it's your first time, we're happy that you're here. We're happy that you decided to come here and share this Sunday with us and possibly start, uh, turn over a new leaf of finding the church. Uh, You can scan the QR code if you'd like to connect with us. We would like to connect with you and go on a faith journey. I want to tell you that faith is better, and it's easier when you're walking with people that have the same mindset. Amen? Well, last week, we started off our journey with the new year talking about increased capacity. Let me hear somebody say that. Increased capacity. And this is what we believe God is saying over his people this year, that God is going to increase our ability to do greater and greater things in the kingdom. He's going to increase our ability to help others. He's going to increase our prayer life. He's going to increase our hearing, our generosity. And God is going to increase our capacity to receive his blessings. Anybody ready for that this year? And uh, we've been praying that all week long. But God wants to do so much more this year. And it starts with him stretching us and stretching our capacity so we can do greater, greater things. Are you ready for God to stretch you this year? And to partner with him. So that's what we, we began to speak about last week. Today I want to talk about the fish and the loaves. We're going to continue the series, continue the theme of increased capacity. But I want to tell you this story if you'll go with me to Matthew 14, 13. Let's take a look at the story of the fish and the loaves. And it says, as soon as Jesus heard the news, he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone. But the crowds heard where he was headed and followed on foot from many towns. And Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat and he had compassion on them and he healed their sick. And that evening the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, that isn't necessary. You feed them. But we only have five loaves And two fish, they answered. Bring them here, he said. And he told the people to sit down on the grass. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up towards heaven, blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he gave the bread to the disciples, who distributed it to the people, and all ate as much as they wanted. And afterwards, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. So about 5,000 men were fed that day in addition to all the women and children the last week we talked about Jesus using a vehicle right and and in this story we see that he uses a vehicle again, Jesus steps out of a boat and vehicles are used to get you from one place to another and um, God will always use vehicles in your life to get you closer to your purpose there are things that God is going to highlight in your life, there are things that circumstances open doors they're going to be used as a vehicle skills that are going to be used as a vehicle to get you to your purpose god is always using vehicles to get you to a place of increased capacity so it's important that we understand and we recognize vehicles when god brings them to us opportunities moments that god is stepping into and we have to follow his lead i'm praying that god open each and every one of our eyes to these critical and powerful moments where he's revealing a vehicle for us to use. I don't want to miss one open door. I don't want to miss one opportunity that he has. But we have to understand this, that faith is never static. It's always moving. There is a strategy that causes movement. There's a strategy that God is using. That's why many Christians don't get enough done, because they're not doers of the word. They're hearers of the word. They might study the word. They might come to church on Sunday, but they're not doing. James 1.22 says, be doers of the word and not hearers only. It's great when you hear the word. That's powerful, but that's only half. You have to hear the word, and then you have to spring into action. You have to hear the word, and you have to make a strategy. And you have to implement that strategy. You have to be a doer Of the things that you hear. It's not enough to hear a great message on Sunday. It's not until you implement the message on Monday. That it becomes powerful and impactful. Faith without works is dead. So there's always a vehicle to get you to the next place of faith. There's a vehicle to get you to the place of increased capacity. So I want to tell you this. Look for vehicles. God is going to be revealing vehicles. He's preparing strategies. God moments. Relationships. That he will use as a vehicle to get you from one place to a new place of increased capacity. And when Jesus stepped out of the boat, there was a huge crowd. And I want to tell you that God uses a vehicle. And when he uses a vehicle, what he wants to do is expose you to a place of helping many people. God didn't design you for little things. But he designed you. For great things. And there are many people that your life will touch. When Jesus got out of the boat, it said there was a huge crowd. Let me tell you something. There are many, many people that your life will touch. John Maxwell said, in the normal lifetime, just an average life, you touch 10,000 people. Imagine somebody that's spirit-filled, that's following after God, that is pursuing their purpose. How many people do they touch? And so Jesus steps out and there's this huge crowd, not a small crowd, because God does big things. He uses vehicles to put you in front of big opportunities to touch many people's lives. I want to tell you what God is doing in this season. It's a season of stepping out and touching many people. It's big, it's huge. Scripture tells us in 1 Corinthians 2:9 that's when the scripture means when it says no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined What God has prepared for those who love him. So just like there was this huge crowd for Jesus. There's a huge crowd waiting on the revealing of your purpose. There's a huge crowd waiting to be touched by your gift. The gift that God has placed inside of you. The Holy Spirit inside of you. There's many people waiting for that. There are many people waiting for what God is developing in you. So it's so important that we increase our capacity. Scripture tells us in Romans 2, uh, 8, 22 and 23, that the earth groans for the manifestation of the sons of God. There's there's an anticipation. There is a, a desiring. The world is desiring what's inside of you and me. There is something. There's a big question mark. There's a big void that's waiting for you and I to fill. And so countless people are waiting for you to be who God has designed you to be. So you need to increase your capacity so you can fill that void. You need to increase that capacity so that you can step up on that platform. It's time to increase capacity. Whatever God does always points back to his love for people, right? Jesus saw this big crowd and you see the compassion start to well up in him, right? John 3.16 tells us, For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his best. He gave his love for people. Right? He gave his best because of his love for people. 1 John 4.8 says God is love. It's not just part of his character. It's part of who he is. He is love. So love is clearly who God is and also what he does. Our God is a God of love. And he does what he does because he's motivated by love. When we move forward in his love, which includes compassion, we will see miracles happen. I want to give you this secret. I want to give you this strategy. When we move forward in his love, which includes compassion, compassion is one of the expressions of love, we will see miracles happen. Jesus gets out of the boat. He gets out of the vehicle. There's this great uh, great crowd. He shows compassion, a love for them, and then miracles are released. Let this be a season, and let every season from here on out of your life be led by compassion for people. We live in a culture that there's such little compassion. We hear stories. We've been desensitized. And all of a sudden, you know, it doesn't bother us that more that, that much that people are hurting. I want to say, let your life be led by compassion. Because when your life is led by compassion, you will see your life overflowing with the miracles of God. Miracles that will affect you and affect others. Compassion releases miracles. Let your purpose be guided by compassion, and there will be no lack of miracles. Some of you have been praying. For miracles in your life, what you need to start doing is showing compassion for others. The compassion is the point of release of miracles, of the miraculous. If you're believing for something in your life, try helping somebody else with what's going wrong in their life. Compassion releases miracles. God wants to increase your compassion for people. And as your compassion increases, so will the miraculous in your life. As you increase in compassion, you will increase in the miraculous. It's time to increase capacity. So start with what's in your hand. I I find so often we, we look around and we say, man, if I just had this, I could get started. I have this big dream, I have this big calling, I have these big things in my heart, but if, if I could just have this or that or know this person or this door was open to me, I could get started. I want to tell you today, it's important to look at what's in your hand. Many times we look at the largeness of our vision or the largeness of our need, and then we look down and see what's in our hand and we lose faith. Have you ever done that? I've done it a few times. There are some things that are so large that God has placed in your heart to do. This dream is so big, but then you look down at your resources or your ability and you just feel so underwhelmed. You feel that it's insufficient. But I want to tell you the story ends with Jesus taking five loaves and two fish. Something From a child's hand. And multiplying it. He used these small resources. To feed. 5,000 men. And women and children. Jesus took what was in their hands. And made it more than enough. Please hear me today. Jesus wants to take what's in your hands. And make it more than enough. You remember this part of the story right. That. It not only fed everybody that was there, but there were baskets left over. How did that happen? They ended up with more than they even started with after everybody ate. Why? Because Jesus took what was in their hands and he multiplied it and he made it more than enough. Look down at your hands right now and say, "It's it's more than enough when God touches it. It's more than enough when God touches it. It's more than enough when God touches it. So this should encourage you today because you can't look at what's in your hands and lose hope. Look at the vision and have faith. Don't look at what's in your hands and lose hope. Look at the vision and have faith. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for. You know, it's the evidence of things unseen. So it's something that we we can't see by the natural, but we see it in the spirit. With God, whatever is in your hands is more than enough. We have to go from limited thinking to unlimited thinking. If we're going to increase capacity, and I was talking after the prayer, man, we just, it feels like every single night after prayer, we, we get caught up in these great conversations. And we were talking about, We have to go from limited thinking to unlimited thinking. If we're going to serve an unlimited God, we have to stop thinking with limits. We have to stop putting God in a box. We have to stop saying, well, I don't know how it's going to work. If God is for you, who can be against you? If God is supplying you, what need could be a problem? So we can't look at what's in our hands and assume that's it. That's all there is. When Jesus saw what was in their hands, he saw something more. He saw something different than they saw. Because they were looking by the natural. And he was looking by the supernatural. And he said, yep, these five loaves and two fish, that will be more than enough. Jesus looked at what was in their hands and said, that will be more than enough. I want to tell you what's in your hands will be more than enough. Look at somebody and just encourage them today and say, what's in your hands will be more than enough. We have to learn to look at what's in our hand, but have multiplication in our heart. Right? We have to see what's in our hand, but then by faith realize that it will be multiplied. In business, they call this visualization. Visualization. I call it faith. Right? In business, sake, you got to visualize it. You got to visualize yourself rich. Right? God says, have faith. Look at your hands, see what's in your hands, but don't just accept the reality. Yes, accept the reality, but also accept the faith reality that says God's going to multiply it. I have faith that what's in my hands will be more than enough when God gets through with it. Increased capacity starts with how you think about things. The fish and the loaves look different to the disciples than they look to Jesus. Why? Because he had unlimited thinking. The disciples needed to increase their capacity. Jesus had already. Increased capacity. We have to go from limited thinking to unlimited. We serve a God that is more than enough. We serve an unlimited God. Look at whatever you have in your hands right now and realize God is about to put his multiplication on it. Everything God does, everything God touches, he makes it better. He in, He amplifies the good in your life. He multiplies the good in the life. He makes it more than enough. There are some dreams that God has placed in your heart. Some prayers that you've been praying. And you're probably looking at your circumstances and all you see is limitations. If you've tried and failed or you gave up because it looks too big. If you're frustrated because you don't see how your limited resources and gifts are going to help you achieve your purpose. It's time to increase your thinking today. Let God give you more faith. Let God increase your faith so he can increase your capacity. God can do it. He wants to do it. It's his plan to do it. All we have to do is get into agreement say, God. I surrender, increase me, increase me. He wants to partner with us to increase our capacity so that we can do large things that he has prepared for us. Do you believe that today? God is about to upgrade your thinking. Upgrade your faith because this is a season of increase. There are vehicles that he has prepared for you. There are people that you will impact. There is compassion that will increase in you. There are miracles that will follow. There is multiplication of what is in your hands. Because this is a season of increased capacity. Let's pray together. God, I thank you for what you're stirring in our hearts today. I thank you, God, for what you're stirring in our spirits. God, you said this is a season of more. You're going to be pouring out more than ever before. And we need to increase capacity. You're going to pour out more love. More of your glory. More faith. More blessing. More joy. But we have to increase our capacity. So that we can contain. We have to increase our capacity so that we can steward all that you're pouring out in this season. God, give us faith to stretch. God, give us faith to grow in this season. God, not just once, not just during the fast. But God, over and over and over, let us stretch and grow and then grow again. Increase. And then increase again the capacity so that we can do more, we can build more, we can bless more. Thank you for taking us on on a journey of opening our eyes to a bigger world of faith and increase. I know you have good plans, plans to prosper us, not to harm us, plans to give us hope and a future. These are the plans you have for us, God. And as heads are bowed and eyes are closed, maybe some of you today say, Pastor, I'm not where I need to be with Jesus. I feel like I've kind of drifted. I've lost sight of him, of what's important, and I want to reconnect with Jesus today. If that's you, I just want you to slip up your hand wherever you are today. I'm going to pray for you right where you are. If that's you, you say, I kind of slipped away. I need to reconnect. Or you say, Pastor, I'm not sure if I've ever really said yes to Jesus. I've been around people that were religious or I've been around people that said yes. But I need to say yes for me today. If that's you, either one slip up your hand. Amen. 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 The most important decision that we make is the decision to say yes to Jesus. That's correct. It's profound. It's impactful. It's critical. There's nothing like it. There's nothing that will make you successful like saying yes to Jesus. There is nothing that will get you into heaven but Jesus. There's nothing that will fill the void in your life outside of Jesus. If you lifted your hand, I want you to pray this prayer with me. And everybody that agrees with this, you can say this with us. Jesus, thank you for loving me so much. You died. You died on the cross to wipe out my failures, my shortcomings, my sins. Jesus, give me a new start today. Apply what you did on the cross to my life. Forgive me. I'm sorry for the times. I failed and I sinned. I realize I need you. I want you in my life. Will you guide me? Lead me? Teach me how to be like you. Teach me how to please God and be successful in this life according to your standards. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give God the praise today. Big faith. Big faith starts with small steps. You might be saying, how can a simple prayer make a difference? Big faith starts with small steps. And today I'm excited because you made a step. Maybe it was a big step. Maybe it was a small step. But if you're moving in the direction of God, it's powerful. It's important. It's vital. I want to tell you, if God is with you, who can be against you? And if Jesus is with you, you will be. Undefeated. God bless you. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.